It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Stewart's and Strasburg High School for tonight's regular season finale and the NTC finale as well as we're set up for Thursday night high school boys basketball. And we're jam-packed in here in the Sioux Strauss High School. It's Travis Sparks alongside Dominic Daters, and we'll be here calling all the action tonight on the voice of Altamont Indian Athletics, 100.5 105.5. Jack FM and also streaming online at fmradio.com and on the FM radio app as well. As Altamont comes into this one at a 24 and a 4 overall and a 7 and 0 in the National Trail Conference. And with the two straws, they come in tonight at a 21 and 8 and 3 and 3 in the NTC this season. Last time out for Altamont, it was a big win over St. Anthony, 71 to 2. A 55 was the final. On a Tuesday, and they beat the Bulldogs for the second time this season. They got off to a good start, though, 8-2, to two, but then a 7-0 run by Altamont. It got them in the lead in 9-8. It's kind of back and forth in the opening quarter, and they led 13-11 to 11 after one did the Indians. And then in the second and third quarters when Altamont really took control, as Altamont had a big uh, second quarter, 13-5. to five. And then in the second uh, half in the third quarter in particular, 26 third quarter points for the Indians put them up on top and kind of broke the game wide open including Avery Arhouse starting off the half three for three after not making any in the first half and he would end up finishing with 17 Mason Robinson would have a big second half and he would end up leading the way with 18 points in the victory over St. Anthony to stay undefeated in the NTC one more game to go here obviously against the Hatches but a great win on a Tuesday beat St. Anthony for the second time this season. Yeah, definitely a great, great win for Altamont. We can have St. Anthony for the second time this season. And, uh, you know, except for being team one, let alone twice, and to beat St. Anthony twice in one season, that's uh, definitely an accomplishment in itself. Let alone what, what Altamont's done, done so far so far this year, since being the last you know, regular, regular season game. Uh, before the postseason play starts on uh, on Saturday, they're definitely uh, they're definitely hungry. I know they've won the conference outright already, but they're definitely definitely hungry to, to finish strong and finish you know finish eight zero, you know finish twenty five and four in the regular season, and uh, you know just come out here tonight with victory on Wichita uh, Strauss uh, senior night. They honored all their seniors from band and basketball and uh, cheerleading and. and so on and so forth here tonight before in between in between games. So uh, good good for them and uh, great great for those those seniors. Winter Sea Straws is having a having a great year as well. Uh, like Travis said, twenty one and eight, four and three in the NTC and uh, the Witt, the Wittenberg Twins uh, lead the way for the Winter Sea Straws Hatchets and uh, you know they're they're definitely looking they're definitely looking to to win tonight too. Play. Play spoiler, I guess you know, but win, uh, win on their home court, you know, in their last last home game. And they definitely want to finish strong and uh, go to the postseason on a high note. And uh, you know, the regional starts Saturday as well, and uh, they definitely have a uh, very good chance to uh, make a deep deep postseason run as was Alpine. So I, I look for a, a good game here here tonight between these two. 
know, last time out four wins is two straws. Uh, they're trying to close out the regular season strong because they get picked up a win over Casey in the NCC CIC shootout, and uh, that was a victorious 62 of 52 over the Warriors as Austin Winberg was cooking on a Saturday in the game right before Alcmanantascola as he dropped 30 points and also had a big fourth quarter there as Austin Winberg just went off. Uh, Dylan Curry also had a 10 points. Carter Chaney, he had an 8, and Jordan Winberg had a 6. And it was tied at 13 after 1, but then with the two straws took control after that, and they slowly started to build up their lead after that. And I think Casey did tie it at one point uh, there in the second half, but ultimately went to two straws, coming away with the win, and uh, they're starting to close out the regular season strong, picking up a win over Casey, and you know they want to pick up a win here over Altamont and uh, stop the undefeated in the National Trail Conference for the Indians, and uh, that would be a big momentum shifter and a big confidence booster here for the Hatchets if they would knock off the Indians here tonight. It's been kind of a trying year for the Hatchets, as uh, they got off to a nice start in the Thanksgiving tournament. They went 3-1, and one, and their only loss was to Cater LSA. And if you look in the final polls, the Cater LSA is still number one. They haven't lost yet, so uh, that's not a bad loss at all whatsoever. And then uh, we, they started off with a little turmoil because uh, Coach Lockhart, uh, just right before the season, uh, left of the program and took a job with EIU to be an assistant coach with uh, Marty Simmons there at EIU, so they're kind of left without a coach, but uh, Coach Shane Smith took over during that Thanksgiving tournament, and then the school board approved his hire, and uh, he is the interim head coach for the rest of the season, and also uh, Mitchell Martin has uh, hopped on as the assistant coach as well, and Mitch has hopped around a couple of NTC, un- NTC schools I know of in recent memory, and I know he was at Altamont for a little bit, he was at North Clay for a little bit, and now uh, getting the call to be an assistant coach for uh, the Hatchets this season. So and they kind of rallied around each other, and they rallied around the fact that they kind of were without a, a ship without a captain, I guess, if you'd say. And uh, they'd actually had a, a great season so far. Losses include Shelbyville, Lawrenceville, St. Elmo Brownstown. They just lost to Pena not too long ago by a single point. They did have a stretch in January where they lost three in a row against North Clay, St. Anthony, and then they started off with a loss in the NTC tournament at Dietrich, uh, but then they rebounded and they took the consolation championship over St. Elmo in the tournament. And Austin Wittenberg got the all-tournament team uh, there during the NTC week uh, there. So uh, it's kind of a rallying point at the start of the season, and uh, they're actually uh, having a fantastic season once again uh, here for the Hatches, picking up right where they uh, left off as a program. Whether rather it's Coach Lockhart at the helm or if it's Coach uh, Smith that's been at the helm uh, so far this season. So uh, all things considered, Hatchets, another 21 season for them. So they're off to a decent start before the postseason begins. Yeah, they are definitely off to a decent start before the postseason wins and I, or postseason begins. And I uh, I completely forgot about that, Travis, that uh, Lockhart uh, stepped away and took that, took that job as an assistant. Uh, at EIU, but uh, like you said, they, they ride around, and you know, any anytime you can win 20, 20 plus games in the season, you know, it's, def- it's definitely a victory, a victory in itself. And uh, they definitely like to uh, continue get one more, one more win here at home tonight, and uh, you know, stop uh, Alabama from being undefeated in the uh, 
NTC and uh, just went at home on senior night and uh, with the Sioux Charlotte did face KZ in that, that shootout at Alamont. And uh, if you look at the postseason brackets, you know, you, with the Sioux Charles and the KZ are also in the same uh, same regional. And, yeah. Uh, two, two and three seeds. So they're, you know, if, you know, if the seeds play out the way they do and things play shake out the way they do, they could see each other again. So we'll have, we'll have to see how that plays out. But uh, I, I, like I said earlier, I look forward to a great game, a great game here tonight, and uh, you know, just uh, a great, a great atmosphere. There is a big crowd. You know, the police are just on one side here to here's two straws, but uh, they're they're pretty pretty much full. I mean, there's still some room left, but uh, they're pretty much full. Everybody come out here tonight to. Uh, Cheer, cheer on the hatches. And uh, just like we were saying, the postseason begins on a Saturday. That's kind of why this, the game was originally scheduled for tomorrow, but they uh, bumped it up to uh, today to kind of give a little break before the postseason gets started on Saturday. Altamont will be there in Altamont hosting the 16th seed Mulberry Grove at 7 o'clock right here on Jack FM. And then uh, when the Sioux Straws will start it in the uh, Cumberland Regional against the 11th seed CHBC right here in the Sioux Straws at 1.30 on Saturday. So both teams are ready for the starting lineups or the national anthem, and we'll be back after the national anthem for the starting lineups and the tip-off of this regular season finale between Wizards Sioux Straws and Altamont. So we'll be back after the national anthem, brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency, and so we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball and High School Boys Basketball here on Jack FM. see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. 
Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. And welcome back here to uh, Stewart and Strasburg High School. Uh, the school song is over and the presentation of the national anthem is over as well. It's the start of lineup here for the Altamont Indians. As uh, they'll start off number two, Jared Hamer, a 5'11 senior. They also have number 21, Dylan Elam, a 6'3 Junior, number 22, Avery Yarhouse is a 6'1 senior. Number 23, Mason Robinson, a 6'3 senior. And number 50, Eric Coleman, a 6'5 senior. So, again, it's Hammer, Elam, Yarhouse, Robinson, and Coleman of the starting five for the Altamont Indians. Let's see the starting lineups here for the winter two straws hatches as we have them up here. As... They'll start off number 11, Taylor Bridges. He's a 5'10 junior. Number 13, Austin Wittenberg. He's a 6'3 senior. Number 14, Carter Cheney. He's a 5'11 senior. Number 23, Dylan Curry, a 5'11 senior. And number 24, Jordan Wittenberg, a 6'1 senior. Again, it's Taylor Bridges, Austin Wittenberg, Jordan Wittenberg, Dylan Curry, and Carter Cheney. The starting five, four wins, two straws. 
course, Altamont in their starting or in their road black uniforms with orange numbers, white trim, and hatchets in their white uniforms with kind of um, bluish numbers saying green trim. And Robinson and uh, Austin Wittenberg will be uh, tipping it off here at a center circle. The S here at two straws looks like I like the uh, Michigan State S. And uh, we are underway for the regular season finale. And Altamont wins the tip, and they'll be going right to left on your radio dial here to start this one here in the regular season finale. As I go over to Hammer up top, now he goes over to Robinson. Robinson now gets it in the corner to Elam. Now baseline to Coleman. He throws it right off of Curry, but gives Coleman back. And they get it back to Robinson, trying to back down his man. Turn around jumper is good. First two points go to Mason Robinson and the Altamont Indians. That was a nice turnaround jump shot there by uh, Mason Robinson. On with Austin Wittenberg will bring it up the floor for the hatches, and it'll be going left to right on your radio dial here to uh, start this one. That is Bridges with the basketball over on the left side. And he is back to Austin Wittenberg. And Austin in between the circles, guarded by Dylan Elam. Now gives it off uh, there to Curry and back to Austin Wittenberg. A little pump fake. Now it's dry. Baseline puts it up a high off the glass. No good. And it's snatched down by Robinson. Fires it over to Hamer. Hamer almost loses the dribble, but gives it off in the corner. Dylan Elam for a three. Left it short. And Robinson comes banging in, and he saves it from going out, and he saves it to Hamer. Extra possession for Altamont. They get it to Robinson. They find Coleman on the baseline. He can't handle the pass, and so it'll be a turnover to the hatches. Yeah, Coleman tried to, tried to grab it there. He got one hand on it, and basically just dribbles off his foot and out of bounds. Now the hatches will take over. It's 2 nothing here in the early going for Altamont. And it'll be a Bridges. Get it across the timeline of four of the hatches. They get it over there now. That's Austin Wittenberg. Now gets it over to Curry. Curry fires it to Jordan Wittenberg. He puts it up off the glass. No good. And the long rebound tipped out to Elam, and it's still ping-ponged around. And Hatches come away with that. Curry over to Jordan Wittenberg. No good. And another rebound by Coleman. A couple of opportunities there for Winston Strong. Just couldn't get anything to fall. And Elam has it on the right side. And he is on the baseline at two with Coleman. And he drives, gets in position. He has two defenders, puts it up, no good. And it's going to be rebounded there by Curry. As it's going to be uh, Bridges getting across half court, but he almost lost it there. Uh, it's going to be Chaney with the ball. He gets it back to uh, Bridges here on the right wing. And now he'll hand off to uh, Jordan Wittenberg. Jordan Wittenberg trying to cross over Robinson. They get it over to Curry. Shot for a three. Back iron. It goes off for the backboard and out of bounds. So it'll be over to Altamont. Neither team really able to put the ball ball in the hole here in the early going. So only team nothing Altamont with uh, 530 left to go here in the first quarter. The our house will have the ball on to the right wing. And now over to Coleman. He gets in position again. And it's going to be blocked by Austin Wittenberg. And here come the hatchets running the other way as Austin trying to work over Elam. And he gets into the high block now over into the corner there to Cheney. Cheney will drive baseline, dishes out to Jordan Wittenberg. Shot for three in the corner. Good. Three-pointer for Jordan Wittenberg. And it's three to two hatchets. Quickly, Robinson tries to answer with a three of his own. No good. And the rebound goes out to Elam. Elam goes back up with a layup. Is good for Dylan Elam. And he's got his first two. And Altamont's back in front, four to three. That was a nice rebound by Elam. He just 
There's really nobody there but him. He's just able to put it right back up in the end. And that's Austin Wittenberg. A little bit of difficulty trying to get it to him, but they got it to him. Now he gets the screen up from Curry. And now Coleman switches on him. And Austin Wittenberg takes Coleman to his right, and he puts it high off the glass and in for Austin Wittenberg, his first two points. And Windsor's back in front, 5-4. to four. Wittenberg brothers getting on the scoreboard. As Dylan Elam has it up at the top of the key, he picked up his dribble now, finds Robinson at the free throw line, and he is going to take a shot. No good, but he gets his own rebound back up and in for Mason Robinson with the follow. He got four quick points. It's 6-5. to five. Altamont's back in front. Jordan Winberg goes over to Cheney, and now they go over to Bridges. He drives and was cut off. Goes back to Jordan Wittenberg. Mid-range jumper and a little hesitation in. Splashes it home. And Jordan Wittenberg's got five early points. It's seven to six. Keeps trading the lead back and forth. He gets to Coleman on the baseline and gets it back out to Elam. 340 to go here in the opening quarter. Robinson gives it to Coleman. Coleman hook shot in the lane. No good. He gets his own miss back. It goes up left-handed. No good. Left it short. And Coleman fighting for the rebound. as getting a call for the foul. So the first foul will be on Altamont. Yeah, foul on there. Coleman moves first, tees first. And Kyden Earhart will check in for Indians. One thing I did notice in uh, pregame warm-up, or reason for the differential lineup is Logan Cornett is over here in a suit and tie. As it'll be uh, Cheney getting over to uh, Jordan Whitberg at the top of the at the top of the key. He had it knocked away by Robinson. He goes high up into the air, and Elon snatches it down. So a turnover there by Windsor Shustrov. Hammer the other way. Gives it to Robinson. He blows by a defender. Layup is no good, but uh, there's going to be a foul. And it was in the act of shooting, so Mason Robinson will go to the line to shoot two. Looks like that foul's on the number 11, Talon Bridges, his first piece first. So Mason Robinson will be going to the line first time before either squad. And Wyatt Phillips will be uh, checking in on the next after the free throw is good uh, from Robinson. And we're tied at seven. Hammer will take a seat. Wyatt Phillips will check in uh, for Hammer. And also uh, subs coming in. Rhett Rinker checked in uh, for the Hatchets. And Jackson Gurgle checks in as well for the Hatchets. Robinson's second free throw on the way is no good. So it's still tied at seven. Long rebound. Goes out to two Cheney. And the Hatches will bring it up, all tied at seven. It's Austin Wittenberg here on the right side, right in front of us here in the stage. And Austin Wittenberg trying to break free now. He picks up his dribble, backdoor cut to Cheney. Layup is good. Awkward layup there by Carter Cheney. And it's nine to seven Hatches. It was an awkward layup there, but I thought, I thought that was going to bounce out at the end, but it didn't. Robinson hop steps all the way in the lane, and it's up and in. Huge hop step from him, and we're all tied at nine. That was a huge hop step. I thought he turned into a bunny rabbit there for a minute. Yeah, or like the high jump or something. Yeah, something. Triple jump, I think is what they call there it in track and field. And then I'll get over to Cheney. He has at the volleyball line. Over to Jordan Whitberg coming up on 2.15 to go here in the opening quarter. Jordan Whitberg thought about going inside, but now he backs it back out here towards the volleyball line. Jordan Whitberg dribbling it around, looking for someone to pass to. He picks up his dribble. Now he gives it over uh, there to Gurgle. Gurgle now guarded closely uh, by Phillips. Now he dribbles to his left, and it's going to be knocked away uh, by Robinson, so it's going to go out of bounds, and it stays here with the hatchet. 
Gurgle will inbound there onto the sideline. And Caden Miller will come in, and Dylan Elam will take a seat. Under two to go. Still tied here at nine. And Gurgle will take it out on the sidelines there. He gets it in to Jordan Wittenberg. Jordan Wittenberg holds on to it. Now he finally takes a couple of dribbles and gives it over to Chaney. Chaney out here. Dribbling it to his right now. Gives it off there to Brinker. Now they get over to Austin Wittenberg on the right side. Hesitation. Takes a three-pointer. It's good for Austin Wittenberg. And it's 12-9. Hatchet's back in front. Minute 28 to go in the opening quarter. Robinson gets over to Yarhouse. Shot for a three. In and out. No good. But Phillips comes in and gets the rebound. He puts it back up. Yep, it's good. No good. And Kata Miller with the follow is good, though. So third opportunity. Kata Miller cashes in. And it's 12 to 11. Altamont trails here by one. Austin Wittenberg blows by Robinson. High off the glass and in for Austin Wittenberg. He's got seven early points. It's a three-point lead for Windsor, 14 to 11. Robinson spins around the lane, puts it up. No good, but he's going to be fouled. So Mason will have two more free throws coming. Getting it up before quickly. Definitely. And Robinson will be at the line to shoot two more. That foul's going to be on the number 15, Jackson Gurgle, for Windsor to draw his first team second. And Robinson missed that one. And Hamer will come in for Avery Arhouse. And Kalen Bridges returns to the floor for Windsor. 57.7 seconds to go here in the first quarter. And Robinson's second free throw is good. So one for two there for Mason. And it's 14-12. to 12. Altamont trailing just by two here. It's Austin Wittenberg going to be the one bringing up the floor. Started by a Robinson. And Austin Wittenberg trying to do something. He dribbles to his left side. He picked it up. Now gets over to Brother Jordan Wittenberg. Jordan spins around and puts it up. Gets three. High off the glass. No good. And rebounded by Robinson. Looking to push it with 30 seconds left. Robinson quickly the other way. High pass for Phillips. And it's out of bounds. And a turnover there by Altima. That's their first turnover tonight. We just Also only has one, so... Not a lot of turnovers thus far here in the first, first period. Robinson uh, will uh, check out, and Dylan Elam will come back in. Club's coming in uh, for the Hatchets. Uh, Gurgle checks back in, and uh, Curry also is back out there. 25 seconds to go here in the opening quarter. Two-point lead for the Hatchets. Austin Wittenberg will be the one bringing up the floor. And Austin has the ball, hands off to uh, Jordan. Jordan now hands off to uh, Bridges. Bridges almost gets cut off, but he goes the other way. And now Jordan Wittenberg with nine seconds left. Gets it to Austin Wittenberg. Five seconds left. Gets the screen up from Curry. Step back. Three is off. No good. But Curry's there for the follow. It's no good as well. And that'll do it for one quarter of play. It is uh, Windsor Sioux Straws 14, Altamont 12. And we'll be back in one minute here for the second quarter. You're listening to Altamont and his basketball here on Jack FN. George. George. What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. 
this winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Stewart's and Strasburg High School. It is a 14-12 hatchet to lift the early advantage, and they'll have the ball to start off the second period. Jordan Winberg will get it over to uh, Curry. Now they find Austin Winberg. Austin Winberg goes up at the top of the key to uh, Bridges. Bridges looking for someone to pass to. Gives it off on the left side to uh, Curry. Curry looking for someone to pass to. High pass here for Austin Winberg. He throws it up and crashes on the stage. It goes right into the hands of Coleman. So a turnover there for the Hatchets. Quickly up the floor for Altamont. They turn it over themselves. They're trying to hit Kata Miller. And then once it's two stalls, they're turning back over. as they were trying to get it across half court. Neither team won the possession there. No, they're not. Nobody nobody wants it. Here, you take it. No, you take it. No, yeah. you take it. Well, nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. And Altamont will have the ball. And a Robinson high pass. And guess what? Another turnover. And right into the hands of Austin Wittenberg. As Austin will bring it across the timeline. And look it out here and pick it up at the volleyball line over to Jordan Wittenberg. Jordan Wittenberg now goes over there to uh, Google. Now uh, get to Jordan Wittenberg, a little pump fake. Mid-range jumper is off, no good. And uh, Hammer skies for the rebound and pulls it down. Hammer brings it up. Kaden Miller there in the right corner. Now they'll pass it on the perimeter while Altamont. Elam has it on the left side. And Robinson has it over to Hamer. Hamer to Robinson. Now over to Elam. Elam gets it over. Back to Robinson. Back to Elam. Shot for threes. Open. No good. And rebounded by Jordan Wittenberg. So a little bit too long there on the shot for Elam. And they'll retain possession for the hatchet. That is Austin Wittenberg. Will have it. He crosses over to his left. Spins to his right. And now he picks it up. He looks for someone to pass it to, and he gets it off to brother Jordan. Mid-range jumper is blocked by Kata Miller and in the hands of Mason Robinson. He spins around a couple of defenders. I don't know how he got through, but he did. He hop-steps in the lane again, and there's going to be a blocking foul on Windsor. I don't know if that was in the act of shooting or not, but Robinson's at the free-throw line, and they will give him two free-throws. I got fouls on number 13, Austin Wittenberg, his first team third. Now, Robinson, that can go to the line here to possibly tie it up. Robinson's free throw is good. we got nine early points. Avery Arhouse comes in, and Kaden Miller will take a seat. Jordan Wittenberg will sit down. And Robinson will be at the line. Jesse Smith was the one who checked in for Jordan Wittenberg. And it's two for two. And Robinson ties that game up at 14 all. He's four for six tonight from the free throw line. He's Mason Robinson. As Bridges has that at the top of the key, under six to go here in the first half. That is Cheney with the ball. Gives it over to 
Girdle. Now it gives it to Austin Wittenberg. As Austin Wittenberg lost a dribble, and he has to just pick it up. Tries for someone to pass to. Gives it to Bridges. And Coach Smith saw the hatchets were in trouble, so he took a quick timeout. And we'll take a quick 30 as well. We'll be back here in uh, 30 seconds. You're listening to uh, High School Boys Basketball on Jack FM. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Stewart's of Strasburg High School. We're all tied here at uh, 14. And the Hatchets were in a little bit of trouble there. And Coach Smith had to call the quick 30-second timeout to kind of prevent a uh, turnover. And the Hatchets will reset, and they'll get it over to a Bridges that, in between the circles. Now a Bridges dribbles to his left, and... He gives off of there to a Smith, and he gives it back to a Bridges. He'll hand off to Austin Wittenberg, going it to his left, and now he dribbles it back out towards the volleyball line. And now will get it over to a Bridges coming up on five minutes to go here in the first half. And nothing doing there, so Bridges will back it back out and reset it a little bit. They'll get it over to Cheney here on the right wing. And Cheney trying to go against Robinson, and there's going to be a kicked ball as Almost right into the foot of Yard House, so it'll stay right here with the hatchet. Yeah, Cheney tried to pass it, basically just passed it right to the foot of Avery uh, Yard House. J.C. Smith will uh, check out, and Jordan Wittenberg will come back in. Austin gets it in to uh, Jordan, and they, they'll swing the ball here on the perimeter. They'll find Cheney. Cheney stops and pops from mid range right in the face of Robinson. No good, and Robinson is the one who comes down with the rebound. Hamer the other way over to uh, Elam in the corner. He drives baseline. He gets back off to Robinson, and three-pointer is no good. Coleman's there for the follow-up and in for Eric Coleman. And his first two, and Altamont has the lead back, 16-14. Nice put back by Eric Coleman. He's got two points, four rebounds so far. As it'll be uh, Bridges getting over to Austin Wittenberg here on the right side. He dribbles to his left, and now he goes inside, dishes it off to a Curry, and a little reverse layup for Dylan Curry. Up and in, and we're tied at 16. Those reverse layups are popular tonight amongst the ones you They are. I think that's the second one they've made. Yeah, high degree of difficulty for the Hatchets on their layups tonight. Very much so. Under four to go here in the second quarter. We're all tied up here. And Robinson has that at the top of the key. Gives over to Elam on the right wing. And now Elam will back it back out here towards the volleyball line. And Hamer will dribble it up and give it over here on the left side to Yarhouse. He'll get it back to... Uh, Hammer almost a behind uh, pass for Robinson, but they get it and connect. Gets it back to Robinson, lays it up and around the world and a down for Mason Robinson. He's got 12 points already. It's 18 to 16. That's my lead back. I wasn't sure if I was going to stay in. It kept rolling no. around the rim. No, but it fell down as Bridges will get it across the timeline of four of the hatchets. They'll get over to Cheney. They get a screen here from uh, Curry. Now over to uh, Bridges. Bridges struggling here on the left side, directing a little bit of traffic. And now he's over to Austin Wittenberg. 
Austin Wittenberg, here comes the screen to his left, but instead he goes to his right. He drives all the way to the rim, and layup is off. No good, and rebounded by Robinson. Robinson goes all the way the other way, off the glass and in for Mason Robinson. He's got 14, it's 20-16. And uh, they get it over to Curry. Curry underneath to Jordan Winwork puts it up, and no good and no foul either as Robinson came crashing in. And uh, quickly up the floor, Yarhouse in the corner for three. Yes! Flashes it home for Avery Yarhouse. His first three, and Coach Smith wants a timeout as now Altamont has the 23-16 lead. And uh, Coach Smith wants to talk about it. And we'll take a timeout as well as Altamont. Taking control of the game. We'll be back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to High School Boys Basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Payne, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Stewart and Strasburg High School as Coach Smith is all... Altamont has uh, taken a little bit of control of the game with a nice little run here. And uh, Altamont has the lead now 23-16, to 16, their largest of the night so far and largest for either squad. Yeah, definitely the largest, largest reason either squad. They're, they're definitely starting to uh, find the rhythm and start to pull, pull away here just, just a little bit with uh, C-29 left to go here in the second quarter. Wyatt Phillips came back in on the timeout, so they kind of there are. It'll be Bridges bringing it up for wins and two straws. They get handed off to Austin Wittenberg. Austin hands it off to Cheney now. He dribbles to his right. He'll hand off to Bridges. He'll go to his left down the lane. Puts it up. No good with the runner. And rebounded by Earhart. Earhart almost lost the dribble and gives it off to Robinson. Robinson brings it up, and he hesitates a little bit. and Goes in the lane. Left-handed layup for Mason Robinson. He can't be stopped tonight. He's got 16, and it's 25 to 16. Nine-point lead for the Indians now. As that is Austin Wittenberg. He moves, turnaround jumper, fadeaway is good for Austin Wittenberg. High degree of difficulty there again. 25-18, and Altamont immediately throws it in the hands of Jordan Wittenberg. He goes the other way, and there's going to be a charge. Offensive foul on Jordan Wittenberg. So they do a good job of forcing the turnover, jumping in the pass lane, but then they get called for the charge. Yeah, uh, Jordan Wittenberg there to charge his first team score. Looks like he got Rhett Rinker coming back in and Nathaniel Gracie coming in as well. And I think uh, that Coach Niebuhr called uh, this uh, 30-second timeout. So we'll take a quick 30 again as well. 25-18 now. We'll be back. You're listening to High School Boys Basketball here on Jack FN. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. 
From our team to yours, go Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Stuart Strasburg High School. Altamont the lead 25-18. to 18. Eli Miller checked in on that last timeout. He has the ball. He gives it back up to a yard house. Yard house drives and was cut off. Now goes to the top of the key to Elam. A minute 20 to go in the first half. Elam dribbles to his left. And, and now thought about going back door, but goes back out to a Wyatt Phillips. Phillips hesitates to his right, goes and passes to Yarhouse. Yarhouse dribbles the left side. He stops, and he had it knocked away, but it was going to say it was a travel. And uh, so it'll be a turnover. Back to Windsor Sioux Straws on the travel violation for Avery. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they are going to call that at first or not, but obviously they did to travel on your house. One minute to go here in the uh, second quarter, and Bridges will bring it across that court for Windsor Sioux Straws. And they get over to Austin Wittenberg, 50 seconds left. Austin Lindberg directing some traffic and getting a screen from Raker. Now, uh, Austin Lindberg will dribble to his right, and he almost loses it. And receiver, he wanted a travel. High pass, and it's going to be in the backcourt, and it's going to be a backcourt violation as Gracie just had to save it, and it will be a turnover back to Altamont. Fourth turnover for uh, Winston C. Straws. Altamont is five, so kind of usually matching turnover. Yeah, Elam coming back in. Coleman and Robinson as well. And Phillips and Eli Miller will take a seat. As Elam will be the one inbounding the ball underneath the basket. Gets it in. Mid-range jumper for Yarhouse. No good. And rebounded by Austin Wittenberg. So Austin will slowly get it across the timeline. And he crosses it with 22 seconds left in the half. As Austin has the ball in between the circles now. Trying to work over Elam. And now Austin picks it up. Gives it over there to uh, uh, Curry. Or Tracy is it back to Austin Wittenberg. Austin dribbles to his right. And we got four seconds left. And a step back three. And it's going to be contested. No good. And that's going to do it. So Austin Wittenberg tried to draw the foul there with the closeout by Coleman. But to no avail. And the shot was missed as well. So after two quarters of play, it is Altamont 25, Winston Two Straws 18. And we'll be back to take a look at the first half statistics. I'll try to track down a score or two. Can't make any promises with the uh, apps these days, but uh, we'll try to find uh, one if we have any. And we also got some regional championships going on today in high school girls basketball as well. So uh, we'll be back here for the halftime report. It's Altamont 25-18 here at the half at uh, Sioux Strauss High School. And we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to High School Boys Basketball here on Jack Fitz. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. 
Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... And Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie... What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to a Stewart's and Strasburg High School here at halftime. It is a 25-18 to 18 lead for the Indians as they have another great defensive quarter there. Is only holding the hatches to four points in that second quarter to regain the lead here as it was kind of back and forth in the early going. And kind of Altamont had a little bit of a mini run there to kind of take the lead and that's where we stand right here at 25 to 18 here at the half over the uh, hatchets as it's just been all been Mason Robinson uh, here he has eight points in both quarters I have him down for and uh, so he's just trying to trying to single-handedly uh, take over uh, the game at this point and another thing that I noticed that Altamont had is some uh, rebounding opportunities as well. So they're getting offensive rebounds, but uh, the second and third shots haven't been there uh, tonight. But uh, the at least the rebounds are there, and uh, Robinson was kind of trying to take control and kind of almost take it all on himself tonight uh, here, it seems like. Yeah, it definitely, definitely seems that way that he's trying to 
trying to take it all all by all by himself. Um, like you said, eight points in each quarter. He's got sixteen points all together. He's also been the only one who's uh, been to the free throw line for mm-hmm. either team tonight. He's uh, he's four for six from the uh, free throw line for sixty-seven percent. Has uh, has eighteen points. And uh, you talk about rebounds, Travis Alamont. I got him on down for 14 rebounds overall. The Windsor Sea Straws only has four rebounds. So definitely I want winning the uh, the rebound game and uh, winning, winning the actual game as well. Um, I want shooting nine of 14 as a team from the field for 64%. But only one of six from three point range for 16%. And uh, like I said, four of six from the free throw line, 67%. Windsor Sea Straws. Six for sixteen from the field for thirty-seven and a half percent, and two for five from three-point range for forty percent. As we look at some more some individual stats here, first for Windsor Sea Straws, Taylor Bridges is over one from the field. Austin Wisberg three for four from the field and one for three from three-point range with nine points. Carter Cheney one for two from the field with two points. Dylan Curry one for three from the field. And 0 for 1 from three-point range with two points. Jordan Wittenberg 1 for 6 from the field and 1 for 1 from three-point range with five points. Uh, Jesse Jesse Smith has played but has not scored. Same with uh, same with Jackson Girdle. And for the Alabama Indians, Jared Hammer has played but has not scored. Wyatt Phillips 0 for 1 from the field. Dale Neelam, 1 for 1 from the field, and 0 for 2 from the three-point range with two points. Avery Yarhouse, 0 for 1 from the field, and 1 for 2 from three-point range with three points. Mason Robinson, 6 for 7 from the field, 0 for 2 from three-point range, 4 for 6 from the free throw line for 16 points. Uh, Connor Nairhart has played, but has not scored. Eric Coleman's 1 for 4 from the field, and Caden Miller is 1 for 1 from the field, uh, each with two points for a total of... 25, and uh, like you said, nice nice defensive effort there by Alphamont only holding Windsor Sioux Straws to four points. Uh, Alphamont 13-4 there in that uh, second second period to lead here, 25-18 at halftime. Uh, this important, or excuse me, the final regular season game for uh, both teams here on senior night at uh, Windsor Sioux Straws, or for Windsor Sioux Straws, and uh, We'll see what happens here in the, in the second half. It's like Alamont starting to uh, starting to pull away just a little bit. They're only up by seven, but uh, we'll see what happens here in the second half if uh, Windsor Sea Straws can adjust and uh, you know go from there. We got some other scores uh, from around the area as uh, St. Anthony. Uh, they're leading over in the uh, North Clay Regional Championship on girls basketball. They're winning 40 to 34 after three quarters over North Clay as North Clay actually had the lead after the first quarter and the second quarter. But St. Anthony is that six point lead after three. Uh, they're also uh, the winner of that game would go on to face the winner of the Salt Fork Regional Championship. And currently at the half, it's Tuscola 30 to 21 over Salt Fork. Also in the Aflora Regional Championship tonight, we got uh, Robinson currently leading over Newton 19-10 after one quarter there in that girls' basketball regional championship. And I do have one final already in the uh, one, at least one NTC team as Dietrich 
got the win over Grayville, 79-50 to was the uh, final score there as uh, here at a senior night for uh, Winds of Two Straws, 25-18, Altamont coming in here and uh, kind of spoiling the party, spoiling the festivities a little bit, and they lead 25-18 to after the uh, second quarter here at uh, the half. And, again, we remind you that uh, postseason play begins for both of these squads on a Saturday. We'll be there in Altamont as the number one seed Indians will take on the 16th seed of Mulberry Grove. It's basically just going to be like a normal varsity start without the junior varsity ahead of the game as it's going to start at 7 o'clock and it's going to be in Altamont and then the winner will advance and uh, the Wednesday games will be in Nokomis as of course the Indians are participants there in the Nokomis Regional. Uh, Windsor Two Strongs, uh, they're participants in the uh, Cumberland Regional uh, the, but they're the higher seed, they're the three seed. They'll be hosting the 11th seed as CHBC right here in uh, uh, Stewart's and Strasburg at 1.30 on a Saturday. And then uh, the winners will advance to uh, Cumberland for the Wednesday uh, matchups. And uh, those two teams faced each other about a week ago. And uh, Winston Two Straws got the win of 50 to uh, 36 in that one. Altamont would face the winner of Carlisle or Hindenburg uh, in the Nokomis uh, next Wednesday. And that will be decided. Uh, the winner of those two will be decided on Saturday as well at 2 o'clock. So by the time the Altamont tips off against Mulberry Grove, uh, they'll already know who uh, they uh, could possibly be facing in uh, the uh, next round. And, of course, they, Altamont has already defeated Carlisle if uh, Altamont would happen to win. And uh, they've already beat Carlisle 53-35. to 35, But uh, that was kind of mid-December is when uh, that game uh, was held. But, again, it's 25-18 uh, here at the half. And we have enough time to go ahead and uh, step away. And uh, so uh, we'll be uh, back in about a minute or so. And we'll be back for the start here of the third quarter between Altamont and Winston Two Straws here in the regular season finale for a boys basketball here. And you're listening to High School Boys Basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, You'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball. On 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Stewart Strasburg High School 2518. Altamano with the lead uh, starters uh, for Altamano will uh, be uh, out there. It's uh, Hammer, Ewam, Yarhouse, Robinson, and uh, Coleman uh, will be uh, the ones starting off the uh, second half. And uh, starters out there for Winston Strasburg. Uh, to start off the second half would be uh, Bridges, 
Austin Winberg, Jordan Winberg, Dylan Curry, and Carter Chaney, as well the starting five uh, for the start of the uh, third uh, quarter here for the regular season uh, finale. As this game was supposed to happen tomorrow, but instead uh, moved up to uh, today to kind of get a little break in between uh, postseason action for both of these two teams. So, uh, Altamont will start off with the basketball first here as they'll be going left to right on your radio dial here. Uh, our position, this is our position here on the stage at Stu Strauss High School. As uh, Hammer will get it over to Elam. Elam will get a screen up from Coleman, and Elam spins around, and he's in the paint, and he's uh, just going to have to put it up. No good. Coleman with the follow. Uh, there's going to be a, a loose ball foul. And a loose ball foul looks like it's going to go against Altamont. It is going to go. It's going to go against uh, Eric Coleman, I believe. Yes, it is. That's his second of game, team's first of the half. Yeah, not a lot of fouls for either team, but uh, Coleman will pick up his second. And so uh, the Hatchets will go right to left on your radio dial to start off the second half. As uh, That'll be Cheney getting it over there to a Bridges here on the left side. And they'll get it at the top of the key at two Curry. And now it's Austin Wittenberg. Now pass to see with Jordan Wittenberg. He tries to do something with it. Finds Curry at the free throw line. Now finds Austin Wittenberg in the corner there. He drives inside, puts it up, and no good. And uh, this might be uh, against uh, Coleman. And if it is, that's his third. Yep, it is. Yep. This is third team, second and a half. He's going to have to take a seat. And uh, kind of Nairhart is right here. And in front of us, waiting to uh, check in on the free throw. It's good for Austin Wittenberg. And Windsor's on the board here, 25 to 19. And a second free throw is also good. Two for two there for Austin, and it's 25 to 20. And Earhart did check in for Coleman. It's the R-House on the left side getting a screen by Earhart as the R-House dribbles to his right, gives it back off to Robinson. They find Earhart in the post, puts it up, count the basket, and the foul for Conan Earhart, finishing through contact after getting it to him. And he'll go to the line for the end one opportunity. The foul's on number 23, Dylan Curry, Curry excuse me, for Wheaton Chief Draws. His first team first of the half. Makes it 20, a 7, a 2, a 20. For the Indians, free throw is up and good, and one free throw is good uh, for Conan Earhart. His first three points of the game is now 28 to 20. As Bridges will be the one getting across for the Hatchets. Bridges has it in between the circles. He goes, dribbles to his right, is off to a Curry. Curry looking ahead, and a nice no-look pass finds Jordan Whitberg cutting down the lane. Up it is for Jordan Whitberg, and it's 28-22. And uh, there was a uh, foul on uh, Windsor's two straws uh, trying uh, to steal the inbounds pass there and it's going to be a foul on the hatchet. Foul on number 11, Callum Bridges, his second team second. So uh, 6.30 to go here in the third. Altamont with the ball on the foul, off the foul. As it'll be a Robinson getting over to Elam. Now Elam will dribble to his left, find Tamer in the left corner. He'll drive. Earhart's open for three. Straight on. Good. Three-pointer. There for Conan Earhart, extending his range. It's 31-22. Lead back to nine for Altamont. Bridges gets over to Jordan Wittenberg. He has a screen from Austin, and now he gets it back to Austin. Now Curry 
Swings on a perimeter here on the left side of two bridges. Bridges finds Jordan Wittenberg at the top of the key. Now goes over to a Chaney. Chaney and dribbling against Jarhouse. Dribbling to his left, crossing over back to his right. And now Chaney looking to find someone open. He gets it to a Curry. Now he finds Austin Wittenberg. Screen if he wants it, and he does take it. And Austin dribbling here at the volleyball line as Earhart switched on him. And now Elam will switch back. And it'll be a jumper by Bridges stepped into it, and it's no good. And rebounded by Robinson. Robinson up the floor, a little hesitation, and try to find Earhart, but instead finds Hamer in the corner, a little pump fake. And he gets it back up top to Yarrow, straight on three. No good, back iron. And Robinson fighting for the rebound, and Robinson tips it out, and it'll be out of bounds to Windsor. Nice job there by uh, Robinson to try to get that rebound, but they will tip it out of bounds. Uh, speaking of scores, Travis, I have a couple of junior high scores. Every uh, M. Sacred Heart, uh, third, right. third place in the class state 1A. They beat the Purdue Catholic 34 20. And at halftime, it's uh, class 2A state championship. Decatur Robinson beating FKM St. Anthony 28 18 at halftime. That's right. So, congratulations to uh, the Shamrocks for uh, third place there. Definitely. And it was uh, Rieker who uh, checked in as well as a girdle. They came in on the last time out for wins and two straws. And Austin Winberg has it at the volleyball line. He'll dribble all the way to the hole. Lay up off the glass and in. Strong finish there for Austin Winberg. And it's an and one opportunity coming here for Austin Winberg. And Akita Miller will check in and Hammer will take a seat. That foul goal number 21 for Alamont Dillon Eden. His first, team's third. So Austin will be at the free throw line for his and one, and he converts. Austin's got 14 here, and it makes it 31 to 25. 4 35 to go here in the third period. Over to Yarhouse on the left side. Now he'll dribble, and he'll stop and give it off to Earhart at the top. Now to Elam. Elam is it to Caden Miller. Caden passes off to Elam. He'll fire a three-pointer. It's good. Three-pointer for Dylan Elam, his first of the night. He's got five, and it's 34-25. to 25. Austin Winberg, fancy dribbling, and he was falling down, gets it off to brother Jordan, and now to uh, uh, Cheney for three. No good. Fight for the rebound. It goes into the hands of Elam. Gets up the Yarhouse. Touch pass to Kata Miller. Layup up and in. Running the fast break. Here's Kata Miller finishes it off, and it's 36-25. to 25. Largest lead of the night for Altamont. And it'll be uh, Gurgle getting up the floor uh, for the hatchet. 3.45 to go here in the third. As it's Cheney, almost loses it, but he gets it off to Austin Wittenberg here on the left side. Austin dribbles it, and he goes to his left, and he dribbles inside. He gets it off in the corner, and now they swing it over to Cheney, open for three, and it's in oh, and out. No man. good. As it was wow. halfway down and out. Robinson outlet pass up to Kata Miller. He gets back into position, up and in. Two quick points. Four or four quick points for Kata Miller and Coach Smith wants another timeout as Altamont has surged in front, 38-25 with 3:20 to go here in the third, and as a timeout, so we'll take a 30-second timeout as well. You're listening to High School Boys Basketball here on Jack FM. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. 
Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to, to Strasburg High School as Altamont takes the lead, 38-25, and Coach Smith had to call a CO there. Wyatt Phillips uh, checked back in on the timeout. Fancy dribble by Austin Wittenberg goes behind the back, and there's going to be a, a foul before he can drive to the lane. And uh, so... That'll be a foul on the Indians. That was going to be on uh, Mason Robinson, it looks like. Yep. His first, team's fourth. So it'll be Austin Winberg taking it out on the baseline, just to the left of his basket. As Austin fires it all the way here in the backcourt to Gurgle. And he'll have to bring it across the timeline. He does. He'll hand off to Jordan Winberg. And now look it over to Chaney. Chaney on the volleyball line. Gives it over to Jordan Wittenberg. Jordan Wittenberg and puts up a wild shot up and in for Jordan Wittenberg. And it's 38-27. As Robinson gets it quickly across the timeline. And Yarhouse is going to travel with it again. As he's getting in position coming off that screen. And he traveled with it. So it'll be a turnover back to the hat. First turnover to half for the reason team. That's... Number six overall for Albemarle was just struggling at four. Cheney comes uh, back in, and Curry uh, does as well. And the house saying Robinson will take a seat, and Hammer will come back in. So did Dylan Elam. So it'll be Austin Winberg getting across with 2.30 to go here in the third. And Austin Winberg goes all the way down the lane, puts it up between two defenders, no good. But Austin Winberg is going to go back to the line to shoot two now. You got an update on some scores for you, Travis. Looks like uh, Effingham Sands, the Heroes beat North Clay 59-46 in the 1A North Clay Regional. Class 2A, Carmine White County. Top was beat Mount Carmel 45-25. Uh, another boys basketball, Mount Zion over Effingham, beat Effingham 35-24 halftime. And Stoppers beating Alney, Richardson County, 31-9 to at half. Jordan Wittberg missed that first free throw, and the second one is also no good. And Earhart and Miller fighting for the rebound and went to Earhart. And Elon brings up the four quickly, and he stopped himself, but he's going too quickly, and he gets called for the travel there. And so it'll be a turnover back to the hatchet. 2.20 to go here in the third. 38-27, Indians still with the lead. Jordan Wittenberg is the one bringing it up. Jordan dribbles here, and the dribbles to his right, and he gets a screen up from Rinker, and uh, now there's going to be a whistle, and there's going to be another foul on Elfman away from the ball. It looks like it's going to go on Earhart. Two quick ones on him. As uh, Jordan swings it over there to a girdle, now they find uh, Austin Winberg drives baseline, puts it up, no good. Actually, that was Rinker, and it was rebounded up by Earhart. Hammer gets it up to two of Phillips. Phillips gets over to Elam. Elam troubles his right. He finds himself open at the top of the key. Back iron, no good. 
And a fight for the rebound and it goes to Jordan Wittenberg. Jordan gets it across half court quickly to Curry off the glass. No good. And Earhart with another rebound. And he's double teamed and there's going to be a foul on Winston Sue Strauss trying to reach in to steal it away from Kynan. And it's going to go on the hatch. So. Nathan Robinson will check in for Earhart. He'll get a breather. Kaden Miller will take a seat, and Avery Arhouse will come in as well. Minute 30 to go here in the third. As Robinson will slowly get across the timeline, it's Yarhouse over on left side. Yarhouse gets it to Elam, and now they get it to Robinson. He's in the paint, and he puts it up. No good. It was blocked by Austin Wittenberg, and he gets the rebound as well. Minute 15 to go here in the third. Austin Wittenberg dribbling it around here at the volleyball line. Here comes a screen from Curry. He takes it. Austin goes to his left. It dribbles back to his right. And now Jordan Wittenberg. Mary Jumper is good. For Jordan Wittenberg, he's got 11. 38-29. Breaks a little bit of a scoring drought there for the Hatches. Over to uh, Phillips here on the right side. He picks it up. Gives it over to Elam. Elam. Here, trying to back down. Curry goes all the way, and up and under is good uh, for Dylan Elam. And he's got seven, and it's 40-29. to 29. That was a nice up and under there by uh, Dylan Elam. That's out of my leads here by 11. Under 30 to go here in the third, as Austin Winberg will be the one dribbling in around. And here's that Windsor might be trying to hold for the final shot. As Austin dribbles it around, and he is over to Brother Jordan. we got 12 seconds left. Jordan Winberg gets the screen up from Curry, goes to his right, and gets in the lane between two defenders, puts it up, no good. And Yarhouse gets the rebound, four seconds, gets up to Hammer. Hammer stops free at the buzzer, yes! Three-pointer at the buzzer for Jared Hammer with a nice little smile as well. And again, that's how you close out a quarter, and it's 43-29. to 29. As Altamont has the lead to go into the fourth, we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball and high school boys basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator posts in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Sioux Strauss High School. Athens will start off with the ball, but they are trailing 43-29. After Jared Hamer closes it out with an exclamation point in that third of the three of the buzzer. And they get over in the corner to Jordan Winberg. He drives baseline. He puts it up. 
and there's going to be a foul. And uh, so Jordan Wittenberg will go to the line to shoot two here. Well, that foul is going to be on Mason Robinson, his second, team seven. Yeah, so that'll put Wednesday's two straws in the bonus on a common foul. Well, this is two automatic ones as it was a shooting foul. They'll wipe up some sweat and now get the back shooting free throws. As it'll be Winberg free throw is no good, but he'll get another one. So Jordan missed that one. As Wyatt Phillips will take a seat and Dylan Elam will come in. And uh, so Jordan Wittenberg will be at the line for his second free throw attempt. Second one up, and this one's good. So one for two there at the line for Jordan. And he's got 12, and it's 43 to 30. 13-point edge for the Indians. Hamer is over to Yarhouse here on the right side. And Yarhouse, we're going to give it to Robinson here at the free throw line. Jumper is good for Mason Robinson. His first point since the first half. It's 45 to 30. And uh, so it's a Bridges getting across the timeline. Bridges dribbles here on the right side. And he looks to find a screen. And he gets one from Curry. And now he gives off to a Cheney. Cheney over in the corner to Austin Winberg. Trying to get free. Gives it to Jordan Winberg. Mid-range jumper is good right in Robinson's face. And Jordan Winberg gets another. And it's 45 to 32. And Robinson will get it over on the right side. Gives it to Coleman. Coleman will get it back out to Robinson for three. Back iron too strong, but Elam's there for the offensive rebound. Gets it to Robinson and a little layup as he tried to dunk it, but instead it was just a finger roll. And so it's 47 to 32. And not quite a rim rattler there, just a soft little lay in instead. As it's going to be Bridges, free throw line jumper is off, and long rebound goes to Coleman. Robson quickly up to Yarhouse. Yarhouse all the way in the lane, puts it up. No, oh, yes, it is. Don't call it before it falls down, Travis. It's 49-32. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was going to go in there either. And it got it to go for Avery. And Curry, a three-pointer in the corner is good for Dylan Curry. And he's got five, and it's 49-35. And there's a timeout on the floor. And it was Windows Two Straws who called that. So we'll take a timeout as well. 49-35, Altamont with the lead. And you're listening to High School Boys Basketball here on Jack Evan. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Sioux Strauss High School as Indians have the uh, 49 to a 35 lead. Coach Smith called that last time out to try to figure things out here in the last 553. 
Coleman uh, checked in on the uh, timeout. So he's back in there, and all the starters look out to be on the floor for Altamont. And Elon will bring it across half court. He'll slowly get it across. Met by Jordan Wittenberg. He's over to Hammer. Hammer has it in between the circles. As Hammer now will dribble to his right. And he picked it up. Looking to get hit Coleman, but instead they hit Robinson a little head fake. He goes inside, and he lost it. And he goes up with it anyways. No good. And he tries to get the board back. And a loose ball. And they're going to call a uh, jump ball, maybe. Or he was out of bounds. And it'll be a one to two soft ball. So maybe he was out of bounds there. They wiped some uh, perspiration off off the floor, but a great effort there by by Mason Robinson. It almost looked like he tried to pass it there, but it, uh, came right back to him. And nearly got away with a travel or a double dribble. Exactly. So it'll be uh, Bridges bringing it up for the Hatchets. As the Bridges dribbles here on to the right, gives it to uh, Jordan Wittenberg. Jordan gives over to uh, Bridges. Bridges passes back to uh, Jordan. He drives, stops, and pops. No good. Might have been blocked by Coleman. Robinson up to Elam. Elam underneath the basket. is off to Hammer instead. Swings to the RL for three. No good. And the rebound goes to Rinker. And they're going to get a uh, foul on the rebound on Altamont. And no question who that one was on. That was on Coleman. And uh, so we'll walk the other way because the wins is two straws and a double bonus. And that's right, Rinker are going to be the one shooting the free throws. Coleman's fourth foul, he's eight. And uh, so, Brett Rinker will be there trying for his first points and missed the free throw rebound by Yarhouse. So, quickly up to Coleman. Coleman fumbles it a little bit, gets back up with it in position, up and in for Eric Coleman. He's out four, and it's 51 35. As Austin Wittenberg gets across half court. He hops in the lane, and there's going to be a foul on Altamont. So, our one and one bonus, so Austin Wittenberg will be at the line. As Curry will come in, and Rinker will take a seat. So, we're 51 to 35. Altamont in the lead, and Austin Wittenberg got the free throw to go. And it makes it 51-36. to 36. Austin with 15 points here tonight. Austin's the second free throw is no good. So there was a lane violation. They're going to say that Austin stepped over the line there. So even if it uh, went in, it wouldn't have counted. So it'll be uh, Altamont ball. As it's still 51-36, to 4.30 to go here in the final quarter. Elam will be the one to bring it up across the timeline. Elam has it, and he dribbles now here on the right side. He goes all the way in the lane, and now he's dribbling it around over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse will drive baseline. He kicks it back out to Elam. Elam shot for three. Back iron no good, and rebound that goes to Cheney, and Coleman gets the steal. Coleman gives it off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse for three. Yes! Three-pointer for Avery Yarhouse. His first three. Our second one, and it's 54-36. to 36. Austin Winberg quickly in the lane, and he made the shot, but they're going to wave it off, 
And so just a common foul, but we're going to be shooting free throws because the ones are in the bonus. And uh, so it's a double bonus time uh, for Winsor's two straws. Straws on Bill Neumann's third, team's 10. Austin Winberg made the free throw. And it's 54 to 37. Coleman will take a seat, so will Elam. Phillips and Earhart came back in. And a free throw, in and out, no good. And Earhart tips it right in the hands of Jordan Winberg in the corner. It's going to be a three-pointer by Curry, off, no good. Robinson pulls down the rebound. Robinson quickly up the floor. He's going to take it himself, lay up off the glass, no good. But Robinson will go back to the free throw line here and shoot two more. And so uh, Robinson will be shooting two more. Fouls on Austin Wittenberg, his second team sport. And so 3.45 to go. Robinson made the free throw. 21 tonight. And it's an 18-point lead of 55-37. Curry will uh, check out. And Robbie McDaniel will check in. Free throw, no good, and Earhart's fighting for the rebound, and who's who touched it last, they're going to say it's off of Earhart, and it'll go over to Winsor Two Strong. Al Lamont and Coach Neaver, you're not liking that call, but... Uh, yeah, you're up 55-37, so... Really, yeah, complain too much. <laughs> yeah, so, it'll be a gurgle there on to the right wing. As the girl has it and gets it over back to Austin Wittenberg. Austin gives it to uh, Jordan. Now Jordan drives all the way, puts it up, contested, and he somehow gets it to go. Jordan Wittenberg was 16, and it's 55-39. Windsor knocks it away out of bounds, so stays right here without the mom. I don't know how he got that shot to go. Like He was falling down. I think he almost shot from his knees high off the backboard. One of the amazing shots. Again, the... High degree of difficulty on these shots. By they, they definitely have that down to the science here. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so it'll be Robinson the other way. We're under three to go. Robinson stops and pops. It's no good. And Phillips comes down with the rebound. Is off to Hamer. Yarhouse shot for three. In and out. No good. A fight for the rebound. And it goes over to Cheney. Uh, it'll be Austin Wittenberg in across half court. Dribbles a couple times between his legs. He'll dribble to his right and call a, a foul. And that's another foul on Altamont, so we're shooting two more. As I think it was in the area of Robinson, and it is. Third foul for Mason Robinson. 2.39 to go here in the game as Austin Winberg back to the line is good. And uh, Dylan Elam will check in, and Mason Robinson will take a seat. So it's 55 to 40, 2.39 to go here in the final quarter. As Austin Winberg got another free throw coming. Second free throw is also good for Austin Winberg. 18 points, 55-41. And Hamer gives it off to Elam, 2.30 to go here in the game. And Elam gives it over to uh, Yarhouse. Yarhouse gives it back up top to Elam. Now to Earhart, and there's going to be a foul on Windsor's two straws going over the back there. 
Looks like that foul is going to be on number 20, Robbie McDaniel, for Windsor Sioux Strauss' first two fifths. So Hamer will just inbound underneath the basket, just to the right of it. And he gets it in to two Elam here in the right corner. Elam looking for someone to pass to. Finds over to Yarhouse. Now Hamer. Hamer has it here on the right side. And it was tipped and intercepted by the hatchet. Tipped by uh, Cheney and right in the hands of Gurgle. Coming up on a two minutes to go here in the game. It's Austin Winberg on the right trying to cross over Elam. And he puts it up and no good. And it's going to be a rebound by Earhart. Error comes away with it and dribbles it over to Elam. Elam all the way, puts it up, and there's going to be a blocking foul. A blocking foul on the hatchet. McDaniel looked to be in good position there, but... He did, but he picked up his second foul. So uh, Elam will go to the line. And uh, so Elam will be uh, shooting too. Free throw up is good. Someone's got eight on the night. And uh, McDaniel will take a seat, and Curry will come back in with a minute 49 to go in the game. 56 to 41. Uthman with the lead here. And second one is also good. Two for two there for Elam. He's got nine, and it's 57 to 41, a 16 point lead. As uh, they get it over to a Cheney. Caney and dribbles to his right and trying to work over Yarhouse and he gets it back up. Top end between the circles, gives it over to Gurgle. Deep three is way off and it's a save from going out by Curry and he goes right in the hands of Elam. And Elam trying to get free of Austin Wittenberg and there's going to be a foul. As, uh, so Austin Wittenberg was trying to get the charge and instead it goes a block. Yeah, that's his third foul, team seven. So Dylan Elam will be shooting free throws again. And the Gurgle will take a seat, and Rinker will come back in. And so we're one and one for Dylan Elam. And a free throw is good. So he'll get another one. And Eli Miller comes in, and Avery Arhouse will take a seat with a minute 26 to go. And Kata Miller will come in for the shooter. As uh, Carter, or Dylan Curley, will check out. And Joe Disprenet will check in for the hatchet. Second free throw is good for Elam. And unloading the benches for both teams. Aiden McManaway comes in. Nate Simke will come in. And Kata Miller also come in. Hammer and Erhar will take a seat. 59 to 41, 18 point lead uh, for the Indians with a minute 26 to go. And more subs coming in uh, for the uh, Hatchets as we got uh, Gracie coming back in. Uh, Connor Manhart will check in. And uh, Jesse Smith will check in. And one final one, Brody Hendrickson will come in. So uh, Jordan and Austin Winberg will both check out. And they'll both check out at the same time as well. Lindbergh's done quite a lot here. Uh, one to two straws. And yes, they have. Check out. And they'll have one more home game, technically. Is There's a travel violation on Manhart, so it'll be back to the Indians with an 18-point lead. Again, they're back here on Saturday, but technically tonight was senior night. And so McManaway 
We'll get over to Eli Miller. Now Caden Miller. Eli gets it back. They'll swing it on their perimeter to uh, Phillips. So Phillips will give it to McMahon away in between the circles. Phillips will fire a three. It's good. A three-pointer for Wyatt Phillips. And it's 62-41. to 41. His first three points in the game. Yeah, first three since he returned into the rotation. Yep. And uh, that is Gracie over there. He'll put it up. No good, but he's going to be fouled, so he'll go to the line to shoot two. And uh, so, Ned, hey, Gracie. Fouls on uh, Aiden McMahon away for Alphabon, his first. So it's 62-41. to 41. And it'll be a free throw, no good for Gracie, but he'll get another one. And Phillips will take his seat, and Alec Yarhouse will check in. 43.9 left. Yeah, Jesse Smith checking out on that last one. And, um, it was McDaniel came back in. Second free throw was good there for Gracie, and it's a 20-point game, 62-42. to 42. And the ball was out of bounds. So it's by We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Payne, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Guys, more of the technical difficulties as Alexander out missed the free throw, but Eli Miller got it back, and that'll do it. So Altamont will dribble it out, and that's your final 62 to 42 as Altamont comes away with the win, and they'll finish undefeated in the National Trail Conference. As they'll finish 8-0, and a perfect record into the NTC regular season this year. And an outright conference title as well. And so Altamont will also improve to 25-4 and on the season. And Wednesday's two straws will drop to a 21-9 and on the year. And they'll also drop to 4-4 and in the NTC this year. So, again, 62-42 Altamont comes away with the win and uh, spoils senior night festivities here at Windsor's Two Straws. And Altamana closes out of the regular season with a W before the regular season or the postseason is set to begin. So uh, Altamana comes away with a win at 62 or 42 at your final. And we'll be back to wrap this one up and uh, catch up with Coach Nieberge on the win as well. And you're listening to High School Boys Basketball here on Jack FM. Cold and flu season is here. 
Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want, when you want it, with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Seward Strasburg High School. As your final score was Altamont picking up the win at 62 to 42 as they close out the regular season and they improved to 25 and 4 and a perfect 8 and 0 finishing up in the National Trail conference here as uh, this was a close back and forth game early on uh, but then Altamont kind of took control there in uh, the second quarter and uh, they never looked back and they ended up uh, going and winning by uh, 20 points here so uh, it was important to uh, close out of the uh, regular season a perfect uh, 8-0 in the NTC and uh, they accomplished uh, that other goal but 
they uh, have more stuff to come, hopefully, in uh, the uh, postseason now. As so they improved at 25-4, and four, but everyone's records reset, and uh, they'll start over again in the uh, postseason. It'll begin on a Saturday there, and it'll be in Altamont there against the 16th seed Mulberry Grove. And then if they win on Saturday, they'll move over to Nokomis on a Wednesday from uh, there on out. But uh, Altamont, you know, when the Sustals had the 14-2-12 to lead in the early going, and then Altman uh, took control there, outscored them 13-4 to there in uh, that uh, second quarter. And it was uh, all Altman from there, basically, as Altman comes away here with the win. Uh, it ends up being by uh, 20 points uh, there as, you know, four points uh, held uh, there for Windsor's two straws, and uh, it was uh, all Altman from there. As I see Coach Niebury making his way over here to uh, the uh, broadcast position here, so... Uh, we'll give him a second to uh, make his way over here, and we'll get him on the headsets and have a couple of words with the uh, winning coach coming up here in uh, just a little bit. So uh, we'll get him on uh, the uh, headsets here as we'll let uh, Dominic hand off the uh, headsets over here to uh, Coach Niebergy, and uh, Coach will... Uh, uh, bring in here and uh, congratulations on another div- another W and you close out the uh, regular season with a strong one. It was back and forth early early on, but then uh, you took control and never looked back. Yeah, ain't no man, ain't no in the yeah. conference. Uh, that's, a, that's a big number. That's something we haven't done. I think someone said forty three years. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was a good win coming in here. Uh, they're a good team, you know. On their senior night, you know they're going to play extra hard. Yep. Uh, Wittenberg's a darn good player. So is so is you know the other Wittenberg. Yep. Uh, they made some tough shots, and uh, I thought we played good defense. You know, in the first half, we gave up 18, but you know we just couldn't score a little bit in that zone. That zone gave us a little bit of fits. It usually does. Just slows our tempo down a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I thought they had a good game plan ready to go, but uh, we'll take the W. We'll take the W on the home floor. Well, and then, you know, I thought defensively uh, with the uh, Wittenbergs, uh, you know, that they, they were going to get their points, but it was all about if uh, anybody else was going to uh, be between Austin and uh, Jordan, and they both got their points, but you pretty much held everyone else in check there defensively. Yeah, uh, 18's a lot, 16's a lot. We don't like to give up more than 15. Sure. Um, but I thought, actually, I, you know, coming into the game, I thought the Cheney and Gurgle kid were kind of their, their you know, the kids. The kids that can shoot the basketball with you yep. know limited range, if you close out on them hard, and they can't, they you know, they can't get those easy threes off the kickouts from the you know Wittenberg, who are very good passers. But we we kind of concentrate on them a little bit to make sure that they didn't get rolling, um, closing out hard. So I thought that, I thought Avery did a good job on Chaney, um, and we did a good job on Gurgle when he came in. Um, so you know, you, you, kind of the old Jordan rule. Sometimes he's going to get his, you know, but yeah. you got to limit some of the other players sometimes, um, but. Uh, I thought Dylan. I thought Dylan did a pretty good job on most of the game, and Mason on on Austin. But you know he's going to get his points. They're good, play, good basketball players. Yeah, as I was saying, Dylan Elam getting the the call this time around without Cornette. Yeah, Logan. Logan's got a little high ankle something. We don't know, but he just he just he plays so hard. You know, he just sure. uh, he's got some aches and pains, and uh, we'll, we'll you know see what happens Saturday. We don't know if he's going to go then, but. Uh, Dylan's gotten the start since uh, the you know when he got to start in the NCC yep. championship game, and uh, he's, he's not afraid of that situation anymore. So um, you know, put out a pretty good lineup there. You know, we're pretty tall when we go when we go that that in that direction. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
Yeah, that was uh, Dylan did a good job. And uh, Mason Robinson uh, took over there in the second quarter, and he had 16 first-half points. He was quiet there in the third, uh, and he ended up finishing with uh, 21. Uh, but he kind of took took it over there in the in the first half, and was kind of uh, taking it all all himself there uh, with those 16 points. Yeah, they were in that zone, but they never stopped the basketball. And they kind of took what they gave him. He, I mean, he did. He we were struggling scoring and. I guess the zone sometimes zero penetration is one of the best things you can do. Yeah, and he's athletic enough where he can get up over the top and score. Um, you know, he uh, the, the, he really did. He almost got the chain because of that you know, that second quarter. And but uh, he, he kind of did take the game over, which you know, what that's what a good player is supposed to do. Sometimes uh, you know, when your team's struggling, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get us some points, get us out of the funk a little bit. And uh, I noticed that uh, on a Tuesday we had that big win against uh, St. Anthony and it kind of clinched the uh, championship of uh, yeah, the I conference, but uh, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that every well, time, too. I know. You could have you could have said uh, that uh, not a lot of celebrating because we still had one yeah, more game uh, yeah. to go uh, against the wins two straws. But uh, like you said at the start of the interview, 8-0 and in the conference, and we know how competitive the NTC is and, and year in and year out to accomplish uh, that goal and to get the conference championship now you can officially say it and you can officially uh, kind of celebrate it a little bit before the postseason. Yeah, that was the first thing we said in the locker room, you know, 8-0, and we got a big cheer. Boys boys know it. I don't hide, any, I don't hide stuff from them. Like, sure. Uh, we, you know, we like to know what's, what's in front of us, uh, our record, you know, our ranking, whatever. Um, you know, we knew we could go in the conference for the first time undefeated since 1980. So uh, these boys, I told them to take a step back said you know we're not done but take a step back this hasn't happened very often yeah um you know so it might not happen again and then you know the juniors have to chime and said hey we're gonna do it next year too coach exactly so they got pretty high hopes too but um you know you just gotta you gotta relish in the moment a little bit and kind of say okay you know we did we did something that hasn't happened very often and kind of enjoy it a little bit and then yeah get going tomorrow friday and then saturday postseason time it's you know it's back to business Right, yeah, you got a great regular season record, but uh, you know on zero, Saturday zero. It's, it's exactly it's zero, a zero, re- zero, zero. reset there on the, on an, any given night. Yep, uh, anyone uh, can win, and uh, luckily uh, we'll start off uh, at home uh, there in the quarterfinals, and it'll be uh, against the 16th seed uh, Mulberry Grove, and it's a regular start time at seven o'clock, so it won't be uh, too out of the uh, normal. Uh, routine there, especially uh, home games to start off the postseason as well. Yeah, they changed that a couple of years ago. Yeah. I wouldn't, I would not, I wouldn't, I am not going to do an afternoon game. I've seen sure. seen what's happened in some afternoon games. I'm going to keep it as normal as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't seen Mulberry Grove, but you always can never, you can never fear your opponent, but you always got to respect them. Yeah, you know, their record might not be the prettiest, but you come in and you, you don't play basketball the way you're capable of playing basketball and you never know what might happen. It's just the ball might bounce a funny way sometimes. So we got to come in, do business, and then hopefully, you know, then we get, then we get up to Nicomas you know, and whoever ready to go. Yeah, yeah, roll dice. It's, it's, it's survive in advance. I don't care if you win every game from here on out from by one point. You know, that's you know, the win. Is, the, the goal is to win. So uh, these boys know. These boys know we're not done. We're not. We're not done. Um, we got some high expectations. So um, you know. It, that's what we're shooting for. And uh, so, uh, Coach, again, congratulations on the win and congratulations on the 8-0 uh, 
uh, as well in the conference as well. And right. they close out the regular season appreciate strong, you. and we'll talk to you again on yep. Saturday there. Appreciate so. you guys coming. So uh, go on the bus and enjoy this one. And then, and then we'll see you again on Saturday. Okay, I appreciate uh, Coach uh, for coming over here and uh, joining us, putting on the headsets uh, after uh, every game here this season. And, again, a big accomplishment, 8-0, finishing up in the National Trail Conference uh, and 25-4 uh, and overall uh, that they have uh, there as well. So uh, we'll get uh, Dominic back here on the headsets, and uh, we'll have him come back in for some final stats, and uh, then we'll get on heading back home. All right, first off for uh, Windsor Sea Straws, Talon Bridges was 0 for 3 from the field. Brett Rinker is 0 for 1 from the field. He was 1 for 1 from the free throw line with one point. Austin Wittenberg, 4 for 8 from the field, 1 for 3 from the three-point range, and 6 for 9 from the free throw line, 17 points. Carter Chaney, 1 for 2 from the field, and 0 for 2 from the three-point range with two points. Jackson Girdle, uh, 0 for 1 from the three-point range. Robbie McDaniel played, did not score. Nathaniel Gracie's 0 for 1 from the field. He's 1 for 2 from the uh, free throw line with 1 point. Dylan Curry, 1 for 4 from the field and 1 for 3 from 3 point range with 5 points. And Jordan Wittenberg, 6 for 13 from the field and 1 for 1 from 3 point range, 1 for 2 from the free throw line with 16 points. Joe Dispinette, Jesse Smith, and Brody Hendrickson all come in late but did not score. As a team, Stu Straw shot uh, 8 of 24 from the field for 33%, 3 for 10 from three-point range, 30%, and 9 of 14 from the free-throw line for 64%. For Aldemont, Jared Hammer was 1 for 1 from three-point range to three points. Wyatt Phillips 0 for 1 from the field with 1 for 1 from three-point range with three points. Dylan Elam, 2 for 4 from the field, 1 for 5 from three-point range, and 4 for 4 from the free-throw line with 11 points. Avery Yarhouse, 1 for 2 from the field, and 2 for 6 from three-point range. With 8 points, uh, Mason Robinson, 8 for 13 from the field, 0 for 3 from three-point range, with 5 for 8 from the free-throw line, 21 points. Pan Earhart, 1 for 1 from the field, and 1 for 1 from three-point range, also 1 for 1 from the free-throw line, with 6 points. Eric Coleman, was uh, 2 for 5 from the field with 4 points. Caden Miller, 3 for 3 from the field with 6 points. As a team, Altamont shot 17 out of 29 from the field for 58%. 6 of 17 from 3-point range for 35%. 10 of 14 from the free throw line for 71%. As uh, they come away tonight, Spoil Windsor Sea Straws a senior night, winning 62-22 and finished 8-0 in the NTC and outright champs. So it was just a, it was a great game, but Alamont kind of took over there in the uh, took over there in the second half. Uh, he played real real well defensively, especially in the second quarter. Only held Windsor Sioux Straws to uh, to single digits. Otherwise, they Windsor Sioux Straws they had quarters of 14, 4, 11, and thirteen. Alamont quarters of 12, 13, 18, and nineteen. So. And uh, Alamont wins tonight. Alamont also won the JV game here tonight, 49 to 33 over uh, Windsor Sioux Straws. So both teams uh, look forward to Saturday when uh, postseason play postseason play starts. And uh, you know, like you guys are saying, everybody's record is 0 uh, and 0, and you know you just want to keep going 1 and 0, survive in advance, and. Uh, 
keep playing as long as you can in the postseason. Uh, score update. Looks like the uh, FEM Santee Bulldogs, the eighth grade 2A championship teams, looks like they lost to Decatur Robertson 42-33, to but still uh, congratulations to the Santee Bulldogs on finishing uh, second in state in eighth grade, Class 2A. So had a, had a uh, great season. Um, looks like they finished uh, 19 and 10, I believe, but uh, never want to lose your last game of the year. But uh, definitely nice to uh, bring home a state uh, state trophy. So congratulations to them, and again congratulations to Sacred Heart Shamrocks for getting third place in Class uh, 1A uh, state eighth grade state tournament as well. So congratulations to uh, both the Catholic schools and Effingham for uh, bringing home some bringing home some hardware. That's that's awesome. And again, your final 62 of 42, Altamano, with the, the uh, win here closing out of the regular season. We'll be back in action on Saturday there at 7 o'clock against the Mulberry Grove. And you can hear it right here on a Jack FM. And we'll have all the other scores uh, on our website, femradio.com, as well. Thanks to Dom for updating those uh, junior high games as well. So uh, we'll have them up for you on femradio.com and be talking about it tomorrow morning on the starting lineup as well so again Osmano with the win 62-42 over here of Windsor's two straws and big thanks to uh, Derek back at the studio and a shout out for him uh, turning the dials pretty much all season long back there at the uh, studios and it's on to the postseason for us and Altman. so uh, we'll talk to you again on Saturday for Dominic this is Travis telling you have a great rest of your evening and we'll talk to you again on Saturday but right here now here on Jack FM we're back to playing the music that we want and we'll be back here on a Saturday. So until then, have a great rest of your night, everyone. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com. And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.